0: talk to me the whole process how does joe reach out to you how do you get it done the whole thing let's go so i just woke up to an
1: instagram message like said hey brother <laughs> that's from joe you know he said hey brother i need this table in my life
0: you gotta so what's your, what's your podcast the coach hp show <laughs> We're on. What's up, everybody? It's your coach. Welcome to the number one positivity podcast on the internet right now, the Coach HP Show. And today I have on the show, Scott, are you the greatest table maker of all time or what? I don't know about that, man. I just do my best. <laughs> Dude, I I've been I stayed looking at your table there in the in the green room. Oh, yeah. Of the mothership. I stayed looking at that. Is yeah. it an Anaconda? Is it a Python? What is it? It's an anaconda. Did, you, did Joe tell you the story about getting that thing in there? Dude, no, I have not. That's what, That's why we got you on here. But yeah. I just stared at that. And I and two things were popping in my head. Number one, how perfectly that thing was done. And then number two, what do I have to do in my life to get something like that? Right? Because I have nowhere to put something like that. But my goal is to be successful enough to find a place because right. I think that'd be the perfect, like, I don't know, it's, I'm, I'm obsessed with that, with that table, brother. So first things first, man, let's yeah. talk about where are you from? Are you from Erie, Pennsylvania?
1: I, I'm a couple hours east of Erie. I grew up uh, Port Allegheny was the town. It's actually a couple hours from where I'm at now. I'm in Cory, a little bit south of Erie, PA. So I've been here my whole life in this region. Yeah.
0: Nice, dude. So Scott, growing up, man, when did you learn about... What is it called being a woodsman or something what is it called? Uh carpenter?
1: Well, my very first wood carving I think I did in 7th grade by hand. Um that's when I discovered I wanted to be an artist. I did a little horse carving and I wasn't very good at math so like my senior year I had I think 6 art classes or something, you know. So nice. I, knew I was an artist of sorts. I didn't discover wood carving till 15 years ago when I was what would that be? 40 years old. Wow. Um, but I've done all every other type of sculptor. I went to school for sculpture, did stone, you know, stone carving, little bronze casting, a lot of clay work, figure drawing. I loved, I loved everything about art, but I, I never could make money with it until I discovered chainsaw carving. that's kind of opened the world up in a different way for me.
0: Scott, who teaches you that? Is that Pops? Is that you? How do you learn that?
1: I, I just bought a chainsaw, went behind my woodshed for about a year. <laughs> And and learned on my own, and then then I uh, started going to a few shows and running into the guys that are still. A lot of them are still my friends now, good friends. And you know, it's, it's a really cool community. It's not a real big community. There's a few hundred carvers in the country. You know, a few thousand in the world probably. And and they they share information. We have a good time, and and I you know I learned it. so I guess I learned on my own and from from my friends. You know, from the peers
0: when so when did you start is your is that what you're known for are you known for other things like what are you most known for
1: uh it's a chainsaw carver i've been doing it professionally for 15 years um so in my local region i'm i'm pretty i'm real well known i'm on a busy road with my gallery um and i just started i had a couple chainsaws and a hand truck and bought a load of logs and and got us a little place on a busy road, and started carving, you know, bears and eagles and owls and wolves. That were the kind of chainsaw carving thing, and and uh, they sold, so I was able to keep going. So it just kind of, you know, it's a combination of figuring out how to be a businessman, learning how to carve. I was I was a decent sculptor, but the chainsaw carving took a, a several years to get to get good and fast at.
0: So you've been, I see you, and I watch you through social. I see a lot of tables. That, is that, that your main thing, or do you do it, other things?
1: I, I, for fourteen years, I did other things. Last November, I made a, my first crocodile table, and it went wild on the internet. And I've been, do, I haven't done anything but tables since November.
0: <laughs> so, the, as I look at your stuff, man, the one limitations I see is what looks insane is anything that like can float above the water or look like a surface to me just looks awesome Got right it. I've seen the crocodile I think I've seen a shark if I'm not mistaken yeah.
1: yeah coming out of the end I did a few sharks one of them i I still have and I it was pr- one of the things I struggled with the most I couldn't get the head and fin to match the way I had vision a shark underwater so I spent a lot of time on that um, I'm doing two fighter jets right now nice. Yeah that are kind of banking out of the clouds. And it's, I'm real excited about that piece. So we'll see when,
0: that. when you're doing stuff, Scott, and it messes up, right? Like, let's say you're not happy with it. Do you start over? Can you fix it? How does that work? Or do you make the table shorter? What do you do?
1: Yeah, oh, man, that doesn't happen very much. Um, I try to do almost all my pieces, all the table pieces I can, I do them out of one piece of wood. So if I would happen to break something off, I don't want to be adding pieces back on. That kind of takes, to me, that takes the whole craziness about it. You know, it's all carved out of one piece. Um, but I don't have that happen a lot. Um, with 3D carvings, you can fix just about anything. Or if you're willing to add pieces, you can exponentially you know just repair stuff and some things i've done are just that they're just impossible out of one piece for dimensional reasons or structural reasons too with wood with wood the grain's only strong in one direction so you got to take that kind of thing into account but these low profile tables are are pretty you know there's a lot you can
0: do with them i think (laughs) i'm still still exploring scott question do you have a youtube channel also or you just mainly use instagram
1: I'm just doing Instagram and Facebook. I want to do a YouTube channel with a little bit more instructional stuff coming dude.
0: up. Dude, all right. So when are you gonna yeah. start
1: that? Uh as soon as I can find an assistant <laughs> that
0: no. wants to be out with the cameras and no, 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 no. This is what you need to do, dude. I'm, I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you because you you have you're a good looking dude, you got a great set of hair, got a great look, right? You're in a great place, you got a great setup behind you, and you're super talented, man. Uh, what happens is the hardest thing to find you already have the second hardest thing to find is the team who's going to sit there, record you edit it all. Oh, it's going to take forever. Right? right. But here's the good news, man. If I were you, this same setup you have here right now, maybe your iPhone or your daughter's iPhone or camera, I would just start, man. And the first thing I would say is what's up, guys? Scott here. I don't know anything about cameras where well, my job is table cutting. Check. Let's go. And then just start documenting your idea when people almost like, I see you exactly like you remember Jesse James with the bicycles and the choppers. Oh yeah. Like literally that. Okay. So we got a guy come in from, from Miami. He wants a cigarette bow coming out of here. Guys, this is hard, but I think if you already start doing that and you keep it simple yeah. in the meantime, while you hire, or you interview people or you send footage to people say guys, this is what I have so far. What do you think? Because the passion you have and your talent, Scott, only, you know, everything about this, nobody on any other side is going to come in and go, okay, so let's do this and that. I don't know too many people in Pennsylvania in Erie, Pennsylvania that are crushing in that department. Right. No. <laughs> but because your stuff is so natural and it's so easy because it's an organic thing. You're not selling a product, you're not, you're documenting, the enormous success and the enormous talent you have which i think it's it's a, it's a no-brainer so i would start today i would get out of this phone call and i don't care if you're going to do a birdhouse or or another thing or something you're working on already i would do that and then you have to do which we're going to get into now you have to do the the whole story of the joe rogan table That you have to do, like, you have to do your story where you sit down interview style and you say, listen, guys, let me tell you this story. And boom. Yeah. So I think you should start this dude immediately, man. And you have, yeah, it seems like you have young kids, so run it through by them after you record. Say, guys, take a look at this. What do you think? I think that'll be huge for you, dude. All right.
1: I'll do it. I'll take that advice. I've been thinking about it hard. Anyway. Oh, just
0: shoot, dude. Just go. I, just go. I was a
1: little bit torn. Like, how much information do you put out there? Bill, not enough.
0: Tools and- not enough. Put out everything. You put no, out okay. everything. Because, because, okay. remember, this is. There's no secret here. The yeah. secret is kidnapping you and having you do it. And unless somebody's gonna do that, you have no competition.
1: Right.
0: You know what I'm saying? It's not yeah. like you're showing people how to do it no no you're showing people how you do it your formula your magic right and then what's going to happen we're going to hear a story about that shirt that says 2023 is that a chainsaw
1: yeah that was a chainsaw event in germany i did last year nice i've done it a few times it's awesome crazy event
0: so when you go to that event you bring somebody with a camera Mm mm-hmm your wife, your whoever, hey, just record me. You you talking to it eventually, hey guys, so I'm here, I'm here in Munich, wherever it's at. Last year I played 74, today I'm going to go for 54. Let's see if I can do this. And there's something, Scott, for everybody, bro. Yeah. Like I literally sat there and I looked at your table and I was like, and it's funny because how they use it there is since it goes like this, they put all their party supplies and whatever they use. Yep. And it kind of fits the table right, perfectly. It goes, it goes in the snake.
1: I know. And, I love it. Yeah. And
0: I don't know. Did you think about that while you were building it? Or is that just part of the snake and they just created I, I that? Did, I did think about
1: functionality a little bit because I wanted to make sure it had enough table space, you know? Right. So, I mean, I just like the, the real uh, squiggly design. If you it is
0: beautiful. Function. So let's do it talk to me the whole process. How does Joe reach out to you? How do you get it done? The whole thing. Let's go. So I just woke up to an
1: Instagram message. Like I said, Hey brother, that's <laughs> from Joe. You know, he said, Hey brother, I need this table in my life. And uh, it was, he had a picture of the crocodile. So I said, yeah, man, whatever you want. That was a, that picture is a 10 footer. And then it took then a little bit, Time went by a few weeks and I messaged him back. I'm like, you're killing me, man. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm sorry. I'm trying to decide of what I want to do. Maybe an anaconda or a crocodile.
0: Hang tight to hang tight to Scott. So yeah. you said you're killing me because he was like a little going back and forth. No, we, yeah, we just had like two messages and then I
1: didn't hear from him again for a couple of weeks. Cause I was, and so did you frightened. already start
0: doing it? Did you already start working yeah. on it or no?
1: No, cause I didn't know he knew, wanted an anaconda until I got back in touch. And he said, that was the reason he was thinking about what he wanted. Got it. And, uh, so I said, are you a striker or a choker? And he's like, let's do the anaconda, you know, cause pretty vast, you know, the way they attack is a little different than the, than the crocodile. So that was it. And he commissioned me to do that table. And I uh, took it down to Texas. I actually took two tables. He ended up buying a crocodile that I had. And he was gonna put the crocodile at the comedy club and uh, the anaconda at the studio and we got there and unloaded it and and you know how joe is he gets something in his mind he's like i really feel that we need to get this anaconda into the comedy club and and you can see why it fits size-wise it matches the floor you know it's just perfect up there and and these guys are like i don't think it'll fit up the stairway joe and he's and i said well i'm here with my truck let's go (laughs) you know scott quick
0: question quick question you built that in austin or you built that in erie i built it in erie drove it to austin okay so let's go step by buddy see this is this is gonna help you because when you tell this story we gotta go step. we can't be skipping yeah i'm just yeah i got it no 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 no. you're the man dude okay yeah (laughs) you're in erie you have one of the most successful powerful greatest dudes of all time commissions you for a piece okay how do you sit there and go okay i'm gonna do this. How, how, t- talk to me about your process. Did you write, uh, do you write down? Do yeah, you go draw, pray? Uh, do you go light a fire somewhere and do some yoga? What do you do? I, I think about it a lot,
1: uh, you know, a few days, try to imagine what it is. And I had done a couple of snakes previously and obviously some crocodiles. And, um, I drew it out on the, I look at images on Google. I drew it out on the chalkboard until I came up with a design I liked. Then I went out and found a log that I thought would work, spray painted, it, cut it down and spray painted right on the log. And that's when I communicated with Joe again. I said, this is what I'm thinking. Um, and it, you know, you can basically see the proportions of what it would be with the size of the table, almost end to end in this case. And Joe's like, yeah, let's do it. So then Scott, I- got
0: the color, you pick that color. Do you run it by him for the color?
1: I didn't. He said, "Whatever you think." In every, in every step of the way, Joe kind of said, "Whatever you think." You know, I'm buying your stuff. I don't want you to
0: to customize it. So, how do you made. how do you think of color? Because it's a brown. So the snake bites of it's a brown table, right? Yes. So yes. in your brain, did you imagine the snake in the dirt? Do you imagine the snake in the water? What are you that, thinking? It was in the water in that case. To okay. Me. okay.
1: And you know, I actually used. I didn't paint that one, but I used a torch, take a high temperature torch and burn it and then sand back into the texture. And it's really, it brings out the, the you know, the surface of it really good when you do that. And then I kept the water of natural wood around it. and It works in that case. It doesn't work in all cases. Sometimes I, I don't know if you saw, were you at a studio and see a couple of the other tables? No, there? I haven't
0: seen, I haven't been there yet, no. There was
1: a painted one over there. Um, so I I just thought it looked right, you know, so I went with it. That the torch technique is is super effective to pop out the carving that you do, all the little lines and
0: Scott, how long does it take you from start to finish to to finish that?
1: Start to finish, maybe hundred hours if you count all the finish time and like I how, how four, many
0: days? How many days is that for you?
1: I'd probably carve it in a week, five days, five you know, good days. I don't screw around. I usually get right to work. You get right
0: whatever. to work. And let's say now a regular client, how backed up are you now? It's hard to say. I think I have, I have four tables with money down
1: on right now. I have a lot of people that we've been talking to with future projects or, you know, cause when you're buying a table like that, you don't necessarily, like you said, don't have a place to put it yet.
0: Right. Right. right.
1: People that are, you know, building houses this year and stuff. So I have several on the burner um a couple months I'm solid booked I'd say
0: and on that table first of all did you name the table does the table have a name or no no just
1: the anaconda table the anaconda
0: table I like it the (laughs) anaconda table
1: Joe's anaconda table Joe's
0: anaconda table how high (laughs) did you want to make it did you know it was going to be like a low because it's a lower table was that on purpose or is that an improvisational thing we did in Austin
1: I I made it the same height of his tables that were there already he gave me the height but this wasn't going to the comedy club originally so I had to actually steal the bases from the crocodile for that one wow and
0: then we we couldn't fit it up the stairs
1: it just wasn't gonna so what did
0: you do like like have to like crane it in or something how'd you guys get it in? Well, we we went to every exit, every
1: elevator, and every possibility. We talked about overhead lifts. You and how many people, Scott? Me, Joe, my good buddy Matt that rode down with me, and uh, two or three security guards. It was, wow, it was wild. You know, <laughs> we're running around the comedy club. What a platform. story! It was what a story. And finally, the one security guy says, "Joe, unless we cut that thing in half, it's not going up." And Joe's like, looks at me and says. Can we do that and i'm like yeah if i had a chainsaw i could
0: so and you what do you what do you cut it in half and then glue it back on
1: i well i i didn't have a chainsaw joe and joe's like well go to home depot and buy one and when i was there i found hardware where i could i had long pieces of steel that i could put underneath pull it together and use screws to hold it together so it's basically got a support system on under it with wow i bought at home depot so so i come back and it's still in the back of my truck four-way flashers out in the front of the comedy mothership on i guess it's sixth street that Sixth
0: Street, yeah yeah, of course
1: so joe comes out with me to look at the table and people in restaurants see him and next thing you know there's 250 people around my truck of course oh
0: my god we needed a camera you, you, you didn't capture I any know, of this
1: i know i have one picture of it but it was <laughs> and and I, I was in the truck. Joe was in the truck holding it. He's like, do, do you want to mark it? And I was like, no, just hold it. I was nervous. <laughs> I was sweating
0: so bad. Now and you were, you were nervous. Why? Cause you're not used to the attention. You're like, this thing's uh, going to break. I hope this holds up. What, what were you thinking?
1: Uh, maybe all that stuff. All of that, huh? You're up there with Rogan. I'm going to cut this table. I just spent a month and a half on in half with the chainsaw and and I want it to be perfect. I don't want to screw it up. You don't want to screw it up. Yeah. yeah. And so, and it was perfect cut, and <laughs> we got it. When from there, it was easy. Walked up the stairs and put it in place, and there it is. <laughs> but it was a, it was a crazy experience, the whole thing.
0: How how proud are you of that man? Because you look, we take. It's like like I tell people a lot. Uh, it's easy for me to appreciate hair because I don't have any right? So I see a guy like you, a great set of hair. I'm like, wow, it's a great set of, right? But you've uh, have th- have had this talent for, I'm assuming a real long time, dude. How proud are you of that table? man?
1: I don't know. I, that's a tough question. I, I don't think of things in terms of being proud of that, I guess. It's like, for me, it's just always trying to make something better than the last one. Um, I'm certainly blessed that Joe bought it, I guess proud of that, proud enough of it that he saw it and thought it was cool enough that he needed it. I mean, obviously that, that feels good, um, but I don't know. It's a tough question. I don't know how to answer that.
0: Dude, you got to sit back, man. I I think it's it's such a big accomplishment, you know, and, and I think also what happens is when as you get more and more busy that that you are, you forget, you know, it's like, I just did that. And it's another thing, but it's just, so it's so iconic, man. And it fits that room. So good. I'm telling you, I just looked at that thing for, I was there for a weekend and I looked at that. I couldn't stop looking at it.
1: Appreciate that. I mean, I'm always on to the next thing, you know, that's, yeah, it's, I I think that's the only reason I survived in this business, you know, is all you have
0: to be Scott
1: yourself, you know,
0: of course. How many other tables like that do you have around your house? Nothing. Nothing.
1: I have a few uh carvings, marble carvings from college, a couple bronze castings. I have my second chainsaw carving I ever did is this terrible looking cat out on the back porch. And that's, that's it. That's all I have.
0: Why don't you have any of that for your house, man?
1: Uh I don't know. I need to sell it.
0: <laughs> no, dude. We got, oh, my God. I'd I'd have your house, buddy. You'd be... <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude, that is, yeah, awesome. I, I don't get attached to it. I'm always attached to the one that's coming. Okay? I like that. I like that. You know? And when Scott, when people reach out to you, do you listen to them and then like consult them a little bit? Okay. So you want this, this, and this is going to be a headache or this is a, cause I saw, I saw an octopus. I've seen so many things, right. Yeah. That looks super dope. Do you like, kind of like, Hey, you know, this is going to, it's going to be a mission or be careful with this. Do you do that?
1: I do um if if there's actually my uh one of my really good friends helps me with social media he kind of filters it down to serious people and then at that point I'll start talking to them. I mean if it's something like a gator that I've done over and over and there's not a technical issue or something I don't necessarily um but yeah I want to know what they want I mean one of the things with these is there's a a range of functionality you know you could carve the whole thing but you wouldn't be able to set a glass on it so how you know how much functionality do, does your customer want out of it is one one thing and then like you said anything that's uh like these jets for example i'm working on a commission piece and In our initial discussion he wanted them banked really hard and you know it's a structural issue when you he was also worried his kid was going to break him so right right right, right. Like, you know where can we fall and getting you what you want but but keep it structural so yeah absolutely i work it out on the chalkboard and send uh photos from my chalkboard usually at, with customers back and forth you know
0: scott so, what's the craziest thing you've you've that they've requested you're like oh this is out of control
1: maybe the fighter jets yeah i mean to me it was like it's a different thing. I mean, I've been doing animal, primarily animal carvings for 15 years and to do something hard edged and angular like jets was a little bit, you know, intimidating when I first started thinking about it. But I read, I, when I was growing up, I was really into world war II uh, airplanes and tanks and ships and stuff. So that's cool. I had that interest to begin with. And now that I'm looking at these modern, well, they're not modern anymore, but these, these fighter jets, they're wicked, you know. The are yeah, yeah. so cool. So I'm just I'm loving it. But I'd say that's one of the crazier ones that have come by request. I think the octopus, the kraken with the ship is the is the craziest that I've done so far. Yeah. I just, I just did that for fun.
0: Have you sold it yet or no?
1: Nope, not yet. But it was made out of a one piece, the base, the top, everything was all just one log. So it was for me, it was like a technical challenge to pull that off and i was happy with it. So.
0: dude that's awesome scott let's talk family dude do you, so you have what how many kids do you have i have three kids
1: uh they're all gone from well my daughter lives up my youngest lives upstairs but they're all graduated uh my middle daughter's in pt school getting her doctorate in physical therapy my uh youngest daughter is in nursing school yes. and my my oldest son works he's an executive at ford manages uh uh, parks depot and in, in outlast
0: portland nice and uh, growing up any of them play any sports
1: yeah my my son was uh actually a state champ high hurdler in high school and then he mm-hmm. ran track for uh allegheny college and, and penn state for a couple semesters um my daughter played every sport beyond what we wanted she kicked the the only uh, extra point for the varsity football team as a as a senior nice you to be a kicker i didn't sport
0: that but <laughs> dude that's that's but awesome you did every
1: sport yeah and my my youngest was uh volleyball was her favorite sport
0: dude that's nice so, man that's nice being a dad dude talk to me about that is it hard is it something that that's natural to you like doing tables how, how is that journey for you it's been
1: it's been great i mean i have a great relationship with my kids i always have um every now and then I'll remind them that I carried them out of bed and set them by the fireplace from when they were, you know, every day that they had to go to school, I'd carry them out of their, pick them out of their bed, lay them in front of the fireplace to get dressed. And I did that until I couldn't carry them anymore, you know? And I don't know. we we, I think we have a great relationship, I hope. And it's been, I don't know, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a big thing. You take the way your life was the way you were raised. I had a, uh, father than, than a divorce it when I was eight years old and then got a really strict stepfather. And, you know, I hated the guy for a long time because I was a kid and
0: right. Of I, course,
1: now that I'm doing what I'm doing, I'm like, man, he taught me everything, you know? So you, when you're thinking about your own kids and what you're going to try to teach them, you try to absolutely, you know, not, not push them away by telling them too much, but give them good. You know, it's been exciting. I love my, I love having kids.
0: How was it raising the boy versus the girls? Ooh, that's a good question.
1: I, I guess my wife handled all of the the <laughs> certain things with my daughters and you know, so right. it was a little different than that, but I don't know, it, it's all been good. It, um, they've all been really driven. So,
0: you know, similar. <laughs> nice. Scott, you look like a rock and roll guy, bro. What's your favorite type of music?
1: Uh, rock and roll.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, what's your favorite I mean, it band?
1: Depends on, it depends on my mood. I mean, I love Metallica, if something like that. If I am yeah, I can tell. tell gonna... What's
0: your favorite Metallica song? If you Ooh. have to name one.
1: Um, Probably Nothing Else Matters, I guess. That's a That's little a lower. One. No, but, it's a
0: good one. It's a good one. Yeah.
1: I mean, ACDC. I, when I was younger, I used to say I only like two kinds of music. Old ACDC and new ACDC. What's
0: your favorite ACDC song? um geez back in black i mean hear that? back that's a dude as a baseball all player. there's so many good ones listen as a baseball player we do something called infield outfield which is like your warm-up thing here in miami bro where there's a bunch of cubans they know they everybody speaks spanish here okay right, right. every first song back in black that's yeah. all i heard college, high school, that like, what's up with this song? But now that I'm older, I get it, man, it's a big deal song. It's very popular.
1: That whole album was good. You know, Texas Hippie Coalition?
0: No, never heard that.
1: That's probably the, that's the rock and roll. I like right now, if I want something yeah. That, down that vein, check them out, they really jam.
0: Do you, like you, you jam that while you, do you play music while you're working? I, I
1: do not as much. I'm doing, out, I'm trying to do 50 audio books this year. So I've been working through really? that. Yeah. Why
0: is that? What, what's it? What's the reason to better ourselves? What are we looking for here?
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. My last 10 years have been that, you know, 12 years, I guess since 2011, <laughs> I decided that I need to get my shit together. And, and, but, but this year, last year I got into a lot of podcasts and politics and, and I'm like, this is just wearing me down, the same old stuff. And right, right, right. Thought I wanted to do some audiobooks. Actually, it was New Year's Eve, and I already knew I was getting back in the gym, you know, the typical New Year's Eve stuff. But I'm like, I'm getting my myself back in shape. And my wife was talking to somebody that was uh, had read 50 books last year. And I'm like, well, that would be so easy on audiobooks because I do that while I work. So, so that's one of my goals this year. But I, when I listen to music. I, I have like 500 songs in my playlist, and it's all different genres, from the I, Thievery Corporation. I like a lot of the new country, uh, Morgan Wallen. It's nice. You know the list.
0: Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, Question. Love, love music. Question. Since since you mentioned that, what uh, what audio book are you excited about that you've read? Anything?
1: I, ju- I just read War on the West by Douglas Mor- Murray. Um, I tried to read Jordan Peterson's 12 rules for life in, in an actual book and I couldn't, I couldn't do it. It was just yeah. too, the language is too hard. I might try that in an audio book. Um, what did we learn from the first, from, it, from the,
0: first it, book, the first book, the first book, the one you mentioned, what did you learn from it? Anything special?
1: Or yeah. I probably learned a lot from them, but I mean, it, I guess a lot of stuff I already know about, <laughs> about the dangers of the world and culture and, right, and society, right, 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 You know? Um, so yeah, that, that was good. I read uh, ordinary men before that. And that's a, do you know that book at all?
0: No, 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 it's, no.
1: It's about a, a Nazi battalion and it's a, it's a book trying to see how ordinary people do what they did and go through. Uh, it's, it's, it's a tough read, but really? you learn about people learn about yourself, you know?
0: Scott, you, I think, dude, listen, I think, uh, first of all, one day I got to set up something to go visit you out there. That's number one. Yes. But but number two, I think you start, there's so many things you can do, man, that you just put a camera in front. Even it's, it'd be interesting to hear you review the books that you've listened to just give your take on it. You know, all that stuff the, the best rule about doing what you do is that there is no rules. Right. Because you think it's the table. That's what attracts us, right? It's like, hey, the guy does a good table. Look at this. this is awesome. But once we get to know the dude and with the journey, the dude's on, that's the magic. And people who don't do content regularly, they get scared of that. Like, oh, People, is it too yeah. much information? Is it? Nah, there's not. A, there's. It's just it'll be like me worried about is the table too heavy, not heavy. I'd be like, listen, buddy, forget about the table being heavy. This is how it works it's just like how you put the that you cutting a table in half and putting that thing under mm-hmm. it's even a video of you becoming the how to guy, guys, listen, if you're out there, let me teach you how to cut a table in half and put it together. Yeah, That in general is huge. My biggest videos. And I talk about uh, I'll, probably everything in my personal life is how to break in a baseball glove,
1: how to break a baseball glove.
0: Yes. The, the most average thing in the world, like, it's crazy, dude. So I was, you play catch. <laughs> no, no, that was the old school way, but no, you go through a whole process. You break it in right. with a mallet. you wet it. You have to shape it because remember every position has a different form, right? First base is different than outfield and infielder is shorter right. to me. It's, right. it's amazing, dude. Scott, I can't Science thank you enough. Everybody. Listen, I can't thank you enough, dude, for your time, your information. I, I think you're going to be really, really like this is only the beginning for you, man. I really do. Thank you. Bro. I'm, I'm Thank so you, excited to see your future work and stuff like that. To me, it's uh, it's amazing, man. Appreciate it. Tell the people where they can find you, bro. Other than your YouTube, when you start, I am going to repost whenever you send it, you're going to send me a picture. I'm going to I'm going to put it on my thing, too. But where can people find you?
1: Uh, ScottDowart.com is my website. Uh, Scott Dow on Facebook and then the dot underscore dot dial on Instagram.
0: D-O-W, right? D-O-W. Like. There I'm he here. is. I'm
1: hoping I'm an heir to the chemical corporation,
0: but I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. My man. All right. Let me hit stop right here, Scott. All right, brother. Don't go anywhere. Don't move. Okay. Yeah. Let me stop this.